Welcome to the Darlington Extra podcast channel. Working with communities, staff and partners to provide positive outcomes. Hello and welcome to the Darlington Extra podcast. My name is Martin Webster. I'm the Workforce Development Manager and I'm really pleased to be joined by Sarah, Kim and Simone who are just going to introduce themselves. So we'll start with Sarah. Hi, I'm Sarah Appleby. I'm the team manager for React. Thanks, Sarah. And Kim? Hi, I'm Kim Gibson. I'm the Rehabilitment team leader, also sitting under React. And last but not least, Simone? Hello, I'm Simone Dillon. I'm a hospital social worker for React in Darlington. Fantastic. Okay, so we are going to be talking today about hospital discharge, what it is, how you do it, all of that kind of thing. So we're going to do it same as usual. I'm going to ask some questions and colleagues are going to answer those questions. So the first question is for Sarah. What is hospital discharge and what's the process? So in REACT, we cover most hospital discharges for any individual who lives in Darlington. Um, so we cover both acute hospitals and community hospitals. The referrals come into our triage, so um, we take the referrals and then it's passed on to the allocated workers to then progress the discharge from hospital. We currently have two social workers based up at Darlington Memorial um, and the expectation is that when the social workers allocated the referral, they see them that day, if not the next day. So the social workers will go on to the ward and they'll speak to the individuals, their families, other professionals, and they'll undertake rather a reablement assessment or a care act assessment in order to facilitate rather the individual going home or going into a care home if that was needed on a temporary basis. And we have reablement coordinators who support with our discharge to assess process. Thanks, Sarah. Um Sarah mentioned their discharge to assess. What is that, Kim? So the discharge to assess process is when it comes through the triage and it's gone through the screening, they look at the criteria for discharge to assess, which is really looking at people that live in Darlington, whether they've got the the low level needs. And if they have, they're then allocated to one of the reablement coordinators who then would go and make contact with the ward. They would discuss the discharge plan for that day. The allocated worker would make arrangements to meet the the person at the property when they arrived home. They would then conduct um the assessment, they would negotiate the goals with the service user and then the actual support would start that day, which means, you know, if they got home mid-afternoon, their first call potentially, if that's where it's needed, would be on the tea time call. So it's a lot swifter process. It's better for for the um, service users and it means that it doesn't kind of delay any any discharges, any with the more complex needs that are that are coming out of hospital would then be allocated to to the social workers. Thanks, Kim. And we talked um before we came onto the podcast that hospital discharge is a real multi-agency approach. So Simone, who should be involved from a multi-agency perspective? So we do involve a variety of professionals and it would probably depend on the person's needs. As we're based in the hospital, we may seek support from mental health, occupational therapists, physiotherapists, respiratory nurses. It really just depends on that person's needs. However, being based in the hospital, it is a benefit because obviously we can access that support 
straight away and we don't have to wait, you know, for another referral to be made. It's also a benefit that they're able to get support from us as well. So sometimes when they're looking at a patient and saying, you know, this this person's going to be potentially medically optimised to leave hospital, they might have a couple of queries on what they need to do in preparation for that. So discharge coordinators will also get support from us as well. So yeah, it just depends on the person, but it can be a variety of professionals. And I guess every situation is different depending on the needs of the individual as well. That's brilliant. Yeah. With that in mind then, can you give us a a bit of a real life anonymised example of a hospital discharge situation and what happened, who did what, why it happened, etc.? So I had a lady who was on one of the wards. She was medically fit to leave hospital. She required oxygen. The respiratory nurse had arranged that. um, But what she was waiting for was equipment. They'd done the um, environmental assessment, but she needed a commode and a shower chair. I was able to go and speak to the occupational therapist. And what we agreed on was that she was going to go home as planned because carers were ready to start. And um, the OT was going to follow her out with the equipment so it didn't delay any discharge. Brilliant. It sounds like a fantastic kind of outcome in the end, really. What kind of key learning, I guess, from Sarah and Kim's perspective as well, what kind of key learning should people take from from this process and, and this podcast, really? I think um, I think for me, it's it's about the efficiency and the effectiveness of our assessments. So thinking about, you know, we... We do hospital discharges that day, if not the next day. Um, we don't, you know, we're, we're top five in the country um, in relation to um, delayed discharges. We don't have delayed discharges because of how proactive our staff are in trying to facilitate them discharges. Using that multi-agency approach, we have daily transfer of care hub meetings, which I attend, where we highlight them individuals that are, you know, complex or or need lots of involvement, it's going to take a while and we try to get them referrals early Um, and we're starting to go on to the huddles on the wards as well, which is really helpful in that throughput for ourselves. I think as well what Kim's mentioned around the, you know, the discharge to assess that we're actually able to get the referral and as long as they're home by 4pm we're able to assess them that day and put that that package of care in to support them in the community and it's a, a real life functional assessment so it's not in a hospital environment it's in their own home where we're able to see what they physically can and can't do um, and how we can support them to promote their independence. That's really person-centred, isn't it? When you think of it in that way, it helps that whole strength-based process that we're that we're looking to do across Darlington, really, and, and it focuses on doing with people rather than just doing to people or doing for yeah. people. It gives them that that opportunity to have that independence themselves in terms of decision making, etc. Sarah, do we do all hospital discharges? So within um, within React, we don't always do all hospital discharges for Darlington residents. So it could be that they're open to um, another team, another worker, and that they're the most appropriate person to facilitate that discharge. Sometimes it's exceptionally busy and other teams do support in that process. Um, so no, we don't do all hospital discharges for Darlington residents. And I guess that falls into the multi-agency approach and um, obviously there's other teams and other folks that will be involved in that process too. Great. Okay, if people needed to contact yourselves, what are the contact details? 
So if they, if other professionals need to contact ourselves um, across adult social care, then it would be um, myself or Kimberly Gibson, who would be the main contact. So that would be through our 01325 342 treble one number. If um, it was an outside person, um, then it would be through our triage process again, which would be the 01325 342 treble one number. Brilliant. That's really clear. So I'd just like to say thanks very much to Sarah, Kim and Simone for being involved in the podcast today. That was Hospital Discharge and join us for more podcasts on the Darlington Extra podcast channel. Thanks, everyone. You've been listening to the Darlington Extra podcast on our Darlington Extra podcast channel. For more great content, make sure you subscribe now. 